0: of august 21st 2013 the movie hour episode 243 beware of spoiler alerts and foul language
1: hello everyone and welcome to the paula Patton's movie hour ghost protocol my name is greg maloney i am here uh, hosting this magnificent show badass show uh, whoops! I swear already off the top. But I am not hosting it alone. I'm here with my co-host, brother James, and everyone's favorite Jeff, Jeffrey James. Welcome back. Hey guys. Good to be here. It's always good to be here. When is it not? We don't have to be a dick. You don't have to. Just saying. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. I retract. I retract it. Uh, but it's been a fun week. We're kind of. I'm a little hoarse from the the weekend. We had a, a I lot. Know of a little horse. I know a little horse. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> right <laughs> over there and I yeah my my <laughs> voice is not what it used to be it'll it'll bounce back hopefully I'm having a very tasty beverage uh getting served by and pampered by our interns so everything should be good soon bounce it back don't worry about me but how about you guys how are you guys doing oh not
2: too bad yeah I also had some beverages this weekend so it was a rough not Sunday morning a...
1: You're you're learning uh you're learning how to how to tread the uh, the waters a little bit. Yeah, you still got
2: a lot of catching up to do though. I <laughs> Only the second time I've been drunk. Yeah. You know, besides your shindig, Jeff. So. I was gonna say because I hope you're counting that because oh,
1: otherwise oh. I have some you're
2: fucking not, evidence.
1: are counting New Year's Eve. What's that? You're not counting New Year's Eve or whatever it was when you no, like I'm not. You, you officially had a hangover and couldn't get rid of it.
2: Yes, I was hungover, but I did not feel drunk. Now, oh, okay,
1: mm. okay, all right, all right.
2: I'll, I don't uh, know. What's what's the what what uh, makes me have to say that I'm drunk? Like, what's the defining characteristic of drunk? You, you compared, have to, to, compared to just like buzz.
1: I'll, I'll let Jeff
2: answer for,
0: that. For one. Me, I, for me, I know I'm drunk because I feel normal, quick witted, and uh, just like an excellent person. But I don't know. <laughs> <what the rest laughs> <is> just... <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, that's that's kind of how that rolls. Um, well, I'm happy you're feeling well after your. I, I was
2: basing mine off of like loss of balance, basically.
1: Oh, like,
0: okay. that's that's different. That's fucking pounded. That, yeah, 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 that's, that's well. I mean, not
2: falling over, but like, okay, I'm not walking straight, basically. Yeah, that's that's when you're like
0: drunk. That, that's what I'm that's talking.
2: A, about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Semantics. Semantics. I uh, the protein. Uh, all right. <laughs> I um, I had I was actually talking to Jeff with us about this earlier. I had an awesome. I had actually two dreams now these last couple of days that involved uh, actors, actresses. One, I was at a bar, and I was uh, talking to a lovely bartender, and like my vision turns just quickly. I hear something out of the corner, like see something out of the corner of my eye turn. And now Bill Murray is serving me a drink and he is at the bar and I'm just like, Oh, Bill Murray. Awesome. This is great. And I'm like, I want to talk to him about how great he is. And he's actually just telling me about how much he likes me and how well I'm doing. <laughs> and I get the, I got the impression cause I was, uh, I was obviously hitting on the other bartender and then he shows up and he tells me I'm doing a great job and I should keep doing what I'm doing. And I just felt fantastic the next day. I think this was on <laughs> Monday uh and it was uh and that was awesome and then i had a dream that kurt- no greg you rule yeah i know right <laughs> uh, like uh, these are the best dreams ever you can't do better any better than that bill murray running around telling you how good of a guy you are um and it was uh it was awesome and i had a another one actually last night where kurt russell was piloting a plane and he was a bad guy, and I was I was on his team, quote unquote. But I was uh, sabotaging the mission, and then he figured it out. And I think he tried to kill me by the end, but I got out. So it was cool.
0: That's how <laughs> that's, you know it's a dream, because if he's right. trying to kill you,
1: you're dead. Yeah, Kurt yeah. yeah. Russell's after you. That's yeah, it. You're not going to find out about it, right? We all saw Broken Arrow or whatever it is, and it's uh, and how, Yeah, he was so bad badass
0: in that that he wasn't even in it, was he, Russell? He was not. Who all was right. it? He wasn't. No, I Broken think Arrow. you're thinking of
1: Christian Slater. Or is it executive decision? You're thinking executive of executive decision. decision. Yeah. 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 Executive decision. Got it. The one where Steven Seagal dies in the very first five minutes. Yes, Spoiler yes. alert. Boom. Got hit it. our
2: quota for the day. Go.
1: Yeah. Swore and spoil the movie. <laughs> Swore. Uh, but we were, uh, I was talking to Jeff about the Bill Murray thing, and we immediately started talking about, like, what's cooler? Would you rather serve a celebrity a drink? Would you rather, like, make their drink for them and give it to them and then be, Let's know, be clear. A celebrity
0: that you... I don't, I don't want to say like look up to, but like a celebrity you at least respect.
2: Okay.
1: Would you rather serve them a beer or have them serve you a beer or a mixed drink? Whatever.
2: If uh, like are it. we going with the idea that I know how to make whatever they want? Yeah. Yeah. You can, you're going to make
1: them a great one. Like, oh, here's the best Manhattan you've ever had. Or they're
2: going to give you the best
0: yeah. whatever you've ever had. Yeah. Or at least um, a pretty good one.
1: What side of the, what side of the bench would you want to be on in that scenario? <sighs>
2: Wow, that's a tough. I might have to go with the serving of the alcohol.
1: I I felt the same way actually. I uh, I think it would be, be like I would like to, you know, Bill Murray. I would like to make you happy. Yeah, like, like your best drink.
2: Like, here's a little something.
1: You've made me yeah. so happy. I would so like, like
2: to you know you all better. my ticket money. But yeah, but here's a little something.
0: Well, that's, yeah, and that's we actually. Greg brought up that he that he would rather like he would rather serve a drink to the entertainer and receive a drink from an athlete that he that like he's a fan of yeah. and i i think i'm a, an agreeance there i feel like the athletes that i'm a fan of owe me something for me yeah. being a fan of them in like a really sick stupid way but uh yeah not not the same i just i feel like i owe i owe say bill murray like i owe that guy something for for all the great times he's given me
1: it's true i, I feel, yeah i feel as as mentioned, I feel that way, and I I don't like the the pro oh, thing. No.
0: Like, except for Miguel Cabrera, I'd have him serve me a drink. Wait, that's well, whatever. Especially Miguel Cabrera because he's an alcoholic and shouldn't be drinking. Yeah, should shit. not be.
1: <laughs> Miguel, just keep him coming this way because I'll take care of him for you. Uh, yeah. I the the pro thing, I couldn't quite put it my my uh my finger on it, but I, I do think it's something about like I feel like you are just over entitled to the point that you serving me a drink will just make me like in a s- snotty way like a snotty way uh, uh in a uh very childish way make me feel better like oh yeah that's right give me a give me a drink peyton and give me a drink yeah keep it coming like um i feel like i'd boss them around more it's almost like a uh, disrespectful that, like, well like you're their coach yeah yeah exactly you got it you got it so anyways uh enough of celebrity dreams and, and movies we should probably talk a little bit about movies uh there was kind of a disappointing weekend uh, while i was getting trashed the last couple of days where kick-ass 2 came out and you guys have both seen it you guys can uh talk about it in a minute but i'm just surprised on how like the lack of money it made it made like it opened up worse than the original and it made 13 million over the weekend and it like it was fifth in the whole fucking lineup. It got beat up by the butler, which, yeah, okay, understand that. But then were the Miller's Plains, Elysium? I don't know, man. I don't know. Just crazy. And uh, it's even, well, I guess it's nothing. More like to-
0: Kick-Ass. Too bad they didn't stop after Kick-Ass Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hitting. exactly like that. Boom. kick ass. Boom. I am dropping
1: awesome. Kick-Ass s- two sleights. people went to go see it. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. too. Uh, but apparently uh, actually two people only one got one saw paranoia because that made it hit 13th which is amazing harrison ford just can't sell a movie anymore it's just not possible um so that's that's i, un- I don't know where he lost his credibility <laughs> yeah i don't know when did it happen he's waiting for the right script don't worry he's waiting yeah. for the right script and then he'll act in the movie but then <laughs> oh, wait fucking oh god okay anyways We've got Star Wars 7, so we'll get to see him in that. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm sure it'll do great. Uh, but, Kick-Ass 2, I'm sorry. I'll make sure you get my money eventually here, and we'll see what happens. And Maybe it'll just make a shit ton of money after the box office like the original did, but we'll see. Coming up this weekend, The World's End, which I am interested in. It seems legitimately funny. The last two, uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, were both badass. Uh, known as like the Ice Cream Trilogy or whatever the hell they're, yeah, they're doing. Yeah, like Cormetta or whatever or, the hell yeah, it is.
0: Cornetta, or, yeah.
1: yeah. So it's uh Let
0: me ask you something about that. Why, yeah. why is Paul not included in that? Is it because
1: nobody likes Paul? I think it's because the ice cream wasn't involved, and I think Dude. the idea. Of th- thinking what, it out, keeping Um, that. I think it was more of a. Uh, he actually just recently did an interview on the Daily Show. I don't know if you guys had caught it, but he uh, had talked about it a little bit, and it's pretty much the ideas of those three films are. All based, all based in the hometown, all based in uh, England, and all based, like, just have the same idea of, like, brother relationship, really deep friend relationship rivalry with some craziness thrown into it is pretty much what all the three movies are going to be. Kind that's of,
0: what uh, Paul is about, basically.
1: Yeah. It just
2: isn't
0: <laughs> as good as the other. All right, whatever, fine. I'm fine with them not wanting to
1: talk about Paul. I just... <laughs> <laughs> if you, it sounds like you want to talk. Do you want guess something you want to get
0: off your I just I'm just saying that, you know, like... If I was a member of a family that like one person in the family was say embarrassing to the rest of the family, I wouldn't pretend like you didn't exist. Yeah,
1: that's true. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Right? Um, I, does anyone else have any entry? Like, Jeff? No, I want to. Yeah, you?
0: I want to go see. Uh, did, did you
1: like uh Shaun of Dead and Hot Fuzz? I know I, you like I Hot do, Fuzz. Yeah, I so.
0: really liked both quite a bit. I thought, um, I thought both did a, did a pretty excellent job of. Sending up while paying homage to uh, two types of movies that we all like to watch: zombie movies and cop shoot 'em up movies. And like how how fun that that is really to um, to to send those up while at the same time like being like we we roast because we love. And I think that they have a unique um, unique penchant for that. So I'm I'm happy for this movie coming out, the uh, Alien End of the World movie. Uh, It should be good. I, I expect to go see
2: it. Yes, very well said. I I agree with everything you just said, pretty much. (laughs) Hurrah,
1: hurrah. Um, I'll also mention uh, Greg Matola was the guy that directed Paul, who was not involved in the other, uh, the person that directed The World's End. Uh, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz as Edgar Wright, so that's gotcha. kind of like a little bit yeah, of a change. And Edgar Wright did some of the writing too in those movies, so okay, okay. a little bit of a little bit of a change up. But Nick Frost and Simon Pegg involved deeply in all of them. So
0: can I do a speaking of
1: right now and do yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: please all right edit that part out because it's gonna sound sweet when I just <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Greg Matola, I actually saw his most recent movie uh th- this uh, this week. It's it's a made for HBO movie called Clear History. You guys yeah. may have seen uh you know advertisements for it. <laughs> Advertisements.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: it uh it stars Larry David, um Bill Hader, John Hamm, Kate Hudson, Hudson Philip Baker, Hall, Michael Keaton, Danny McBride, Eva Mendez, Amy Ryan, JB Smooth. Uh there are other people too that are um Peter Fairley was in it. He's pretty funny. Leah Shriver plays kind of a kind of a bit role in it. Um, surprised. Yeah, and I'm probably missing at least like a dude or two. But uh, yeah, it was like there couldn't be enough people wanting to get in on this movie. Um, it was like... It was like... If Curb Your Enthusiasm had a different plot but the exact same everything else this was it so the plot is that um Larry David is this marketing whiz with this job at John Ham's electric car company gets in a disagreement because he's a, an antisocial idiot about the name of the car winds up quitting the company and uh and selling back his his 10% of shares right before the company like goes public with the car uh The company becomes like a billion, you know, multi-billion-dollar company, and everything, and like everybody does. They have like Conan O'Brien on his show doing like you know a bit about wow, this this idiot uh, Nathan um, Fromm or something played by uh, played by Larry David. Like wow, what a moron! Like I can't like this guy literally gave away something like a billion dollars, and so so that's the thing. And then you know, ten years later, that's the first like eight minutes of the movie. Ten years later. Larry David uh has like changed his appearance and everything and he's moved to Martha's Vineyard and has like his like a whole new life like working sort of like a menial job and he's got his friends and everything and uh John Ham and his wife moved to the um to Martha's Vineyard onto the island nice. and start like kind of like fucking up his life again um basically and so it, he uh he hatches all sorts of diabolical plans, including blowing up John Hamm's like new mansion that he's building, uh, and trying to bang his wife, played by Kate Hudson, uh, and all sorts of just uh, you know, ridiculous ridiculous plots that are mostly stymied by him being an antisocial idiot. Hence, again, curb your enthusiasm. But uh, right. it, it's pretty funny. There are some pretty good jokes. We have Shriver plays an excellent role in this. He's like a chechnyan like, uh, like underground type guy. Gives the like, which they probably must have shot before we knew about. Well, anyway, it doesn't. But like, anyway, he's Chechen from <laughs> sells him a detonator. And like, it, on the way out of selling him the detonator, they have like a minor accident in the, like a minor. Um, like a car accident and so he he keeps showing up at odd times and being like i got the estimate the estimate's 1300 dollars." it's it's really i don't know it's like leo shriver is excellent in this anyway um it was all right i mean if you like curb your enthusiasm there's no way in hell you're not gonna like this uh that's that's about what i have to say about it um it's
1: good yeah it looks like uh Yeah, Larry David wrote. Who else? I wonder. I'm curious who approached who in this scenario for the the movie. I wonder if they just produced it and then just had said, hey, HBO, I want to carry it. Let's do it. Yeah, good question. Because there are a lot of fucking people in it. You're not kidding. What's Danny McBride doing in this movie?
0: Um, He plays
1: Larry David's best friend. Nice. Does he play Danny McBride? Cuz I I still have a soft spot for Danny McBride. Oh, he still is hilarious. He's not he's not like he, he's not
0: fucking pedal to the metal floor right. it like he is in uh, in Eastbound and Down, but he he's definitely Danny McBride like nice.
1: Cool. Yeah, I um um that's a good tangent. I like that. And then I guess we can uh, continue with our movie review extravaganza, talk a little bit about Kick-Ass 2, which I'm I'm dying to hear everything about it. So, uh spoiler alert if you want to go see it. Uh, you might want to... <laughs> don't! 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 do uh, So, uh, James, kidding. since Jeff is uh, a little a little uh, out of breath, how about you start us off with the kick 2 stuff? But
2: he's just a little
1: horse. Mm-hmm. He's just a little horse.
2: So, yeah, Kick-Ass 2 in theaters now. Um, in theaters now. Go see it. Yeah. No, don't go see it. Don't go see it. Um, <laughs> it uh, picks up... Pretty much where Kickass One left off, um, Nick Cage is gone. So uh, Hit Girl is living with her foster father, and you know school year is you know underway again. And uh, um, Kickass himself has kind of retired and kind of said, "Okay, I'm out of my league," and he's just doing the normal high school thing. And as the movie develops, they kind of do a role reversal where Kickass starts to get more excited about doing superhero stuff. Uh, goes to hit girl. She gets him um, pumped up and into it, but then, due to safety concerns, makes a vow to her father fo- her foster father that she's done with it. And she this is where the movie like totally loses me and I I lose interest big time. Is it turns into her acclimating to high school life and it turns into this Mean Girls movie that is very
1: Sweet. very
2: juvenile and very. Stupid and Predictable. yeah, and everything that you like about Hit Girl, like, is just removed from the character, and yeah, it's it's awful. Um, meanwhile, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Kickass is gone and sought out other you know superheroes since Hit Girl's not around anymore, and they he jumps in with this team of people that uh, are you know doing good and you know led by Jim Carrey's character, and I am already forgetting his name. Um,
0: Captain America. Yeah,
2: it's some um, army name. I forget his name.
0: <laughs> Colonel, fuck, what is his name? It's <laughs> it's Colonel Stars and Colonel Stripes. Colonel Stars and Stripes. Stripes. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he's somewhat entertaining, um, but I mean, it's you know another Jim Carrey role that you know isn't too amazing, and um, so yeah, they start to fight crime and they go up against. Uh, the villain from last uh, last movie was uh, Red Mist. Uh, he's kind of upped his game and has inherited his dad's fortune and is kind of making a super team of his own to go get revenge against Kick-Ass. And that's where the whole movie's conflict happens for Kick-Ass. Um, the one thing I will say about this movie that is kind of in the positive is they weren't afraid to kill people off in this movie. So that I guess, you know, from from a ball standpoint that, that was kind of ballsy.
1: You're talking about all the the cop killing? Is that what we're talking about? There's
2: like some characters that are, you know, I mean, look, they're, they're satellite characters, but they're right. still decent and they're, you know, there's some loss of life in this. And
0: yeah, definitely some loss of life in this.
2: And the, the whole the whole movie is very juvenile and not very entertaining and it, yet it's also very Violent and almost gory in some parts. So yeah. it was very all over the place, and I really didn't care for it all that much.
0: Yeah, like, like, uh, <clears throat> I think they just sort of like misread the way that they wanted to go over the top with it like there were a couple of scenes where it was just like ah, oh, you went over the top but not in the way that we like you know like it was right. I mean, that, that was what I got out of it my one uh, the one thing in this movie that like really made me crack a giant smile was when the motherfucker uh, um, what's it Christopher yeah. Mintz-Plasse's character is uh, trying to recruit like all these uh, like all these evil people that go do evil with him and he's having this conversation With John Leguizamo, and he's trying, like, Leguizamo's telling him, like, the different people that'll come help him. And he just keeps giving them these like ridiculously like sort of like racist and antiquated names yeah. like like as their evil names like uh, like, oh, there's an Asian guy, you know, oh, Genghis Carnage. Got it. Like or like Mother Russia and, you know, and stuff like that. Just kind of like that was kind of funny. I got a kick out of uh, the evil character, even though they were incredibly non-developed with the exception of Mother Russia. Right. Like, the evil characters
2: were kind of funny. <laughs> there were some amusing parts. So there, there was some of that.
1: So, I guess my question is: You've got a a change of directors for the movie. Matthew Vaughn did the original, and the guy that ended up actually also uh, writing the second one, uh, Jeff Wadlow. Do you feel like the like does it feel like a completely different movie, or does it feel like a good carryover from the first? Like, I guess in terms of
2: look and feel. Yeah, I I feel like the tone is way different. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I think the whole thing is just to- like it doesn't match up at all interesting um i to be honest i i kind of i mean i i only saw the first
0: one in the theater i haven't seen it since but i thought that it carried over fine it just wasn't nearly as good like the things that were good just weren't it just it was the same tone it just wasn't done correctly but i could be very wrong in this in fact i don't even know why i chimed in because i'm sure jim is right but
1: that's- right. well i've also i've also heard some uh comments about how the writing between the two like in the, fr- in the original you have you do have some high school like stupid oh, i want to be with that girl drama stuff but right the writing is just done in a done in a way that it just doesn't come off as a fucking juvenile movie the entire time it sounds like this like the second one isn't just you know some adult language completely okay. mixed into it's, a little bit
2: and it's all role reversal so right. all the you know, high schooly stuff that you dealt with with Kickass, because he's the mousey guy that's going to, you know, right. stand up for himself. I mean, that's all on Hit-Girl now, and you liked her because she was the badass that was, you know, nine years old or whatever she was. And right. now that's totally gone. And, you know, they don't cash in on that part of what works for Kick-Ass 1.
1: I think I'm picking up about what you're saying. I think you're saying you miss Nicholas Cage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
2: you know, he was good. I, I, I,
1: I do I do. There
2: might be two movies that I can say that. Two hundred forty three
0: episodes <laughs> in, we finally say <laughs> what we really feel about Nicholas Cage.
1: <laughs> Just bring him back. Yeah. movie's not the same without him. Yeah. Um.
2: And um, another like, uh, Hit Girl is good. Like, as the you know. I don't want to say sidekick, but, you know, just kind of not the main focus. And I feel like that they, you know, when making her the, the main focus, it's, it didn't resonate as well when she was the badass. So even when they did use scenes where she's a badass, it didn't work as well. I don't think.
1: Two last things. Uh, Jim Carrey famously just completely would not do promotion for the movie because after he was done acting in it, he claimed it was too violent. It sounds like you think this was more violent than the original. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And say so. you do you feel like it was out of out of its way? There's, like, there's like literally a
2: violent? scene, like they're all fighting in like yeah. some club, and Hit Girl is fighting Mother Russia and stabbing her with like, I don't know, four dozen piece shards of glass. Like yeah. it's you see almost, all of it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Blood and yeah, everything. It's just like what the heck is going on? <laughs> So yeah. I walk into a I, I agree, cool. but the whole Jim Carrey thing cracks me up because he does some pretty violent things when he's acting in it. So it's like, you know, when did this light go on? That... Right.
1: Right, exactly. So uh I uh, so still going
0: out with Jenny McCarthy going around and saying that vaccines give people Down syndrome or whatever.
1: Yeah, they're taking care of business. That's what sure. right. that's, um, <laughs> that's so awesome. putting two new together. Did you see this with Mr. Josh or no? I did. So what was his, like, he was a big kick-ass fan. How did he feel? Uh,
2: he wasn't on, as down on it as I was, but he didn't enjoy it all. Like, he wasn't impressed. So he's not going to own it, is the question. Because if he buy, goes and buys it, that's still something. But if, uh, uh, you don't I, gonna, I, I don't think, don't. think so. Okay.
1: We're going to have to get him on the show and ask yeah. him Figure figure out what that is. I
2: was like. like, I don't know. We, we started drinking heavily afterwards, so... <laughs> <laughs> I had like seven. You're starting, to, real, you're starting to realize
1: alcohol's medicinal properties, Jim. You're starting to realize it's <laughs> the cause and solution to all my problems. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome, man. I uh, that's that's kind of sad. I I was very interested in seeing seeing it. And now I'm going to, to go see Jobs because, you know, <laughs> what else am I going to do? Why would
0: you do that to yourself? It's, uh, Just do us all a favor and don't review it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> did
1: you see a movie today, Greg? No. 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 <laughs> I should. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, that is our show for today. That's our badassness. I did not catch a movie. I uh I dressed up for Renaissance Festival is what I did, although I didn't really dress up. I kind of dressed up, and it was fun. And we got drunk and shit-faced. And, yeah, hopefully the pictures just disappear forever. Anyways, it was really fun. And uh, I guess we – I guess that's it. I guess we have a happy birthday to Ken, who is pretty much the – the hero of the weekend too so happy birthday this is his to
2: birthday you. too wow. yeah, happy birthday yeah. ken
1: and uh i guess we'll have some other birthdays coming up in september we got a, a dave and a john and uh, all sorts of stuff so yeah lots of fun times thank you guys so much for listening uh james jeff thank you so much for your input
2: yeah everyone thanks for uh, stopping by hope you guys enjoyed this one right, drive safe people
1: take care everybody thank you again for listening to paula patton's movie hour ghost protocol